here we go. Happy New Year. Welcome to the Fat to Fit or Else podcast. Yep. Where we talk about fitness, food, motivation, and general angry rants from the fat man himself, Stretch Roberts. So get ready for all of the above with a side of bacon. Mm. Here is your host, Stretch. And here we go for the 2024. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great New Year weekend and uh, you are on point getting your physical fitness goals dialed in this week. Heaven help us all as we head back to the gym this week because the pajama pant wearing, croc wearing, uh, slide wearing, sandal wearing freaks will be in the gym this week and it is not going to be fun. All the newbies will be there. It's going to be very crowded. Hopefully you get in and get a machine. That's the hardest thing for me doing. I've really been comfortable with Planet Fitness, but my knock on Planet Fitness is I don't really get use of all the equipment because it's so crowded because it's so cheap. That's why I went there in the first place. And you're like, if I'm going to, because I got the black card membership, you have to lock in for a year. It's only $25 a freaking month. It's not that much, but I will most likely cancel at the end of that year and probably head on to uh, more of a meathead weightlifting gym. That is, if I can lift weights ever again, I'm really getting sick of my shoulder. The shoulder is bad getting worse. And what's weird is I deliberately stay away from, I'm not doing chest exercises. I'm not doing anything that aggravates it. Just pulling and like curls, things like that. And it's, Sleeping is the biggest thing. And if I sleep on it just wrong, imagine like you've got a tendon that's messed up and then you sleep on it so that it your shoulders kind of tweaked and it's pulling on that tendon for an hour or two at a time. That's where the major pain's coming from. It's sleeping. Sleeping is my massive problem. And with that, if you follow me at all on social media, you saw a post this weekend. I had uh, went to the weed store because my gabapentin, which is the drug that my doctor gave me, ran out because remember, I was only supposed to have it for a couple of weeks. And then I was going to, you know, have my MRI and then I would know what the process is to get my shoulder back on the mend, so to speak. And well, that got moved because of the insurance thing, I'm still two weeks away from it, more than two weeks away from it. As I record this on January 1st, I think my appointment is on January the 16th. So still a little over two weeks before I can get in there and get that on. So I was like, yeah, I can't sleep. I have to have something and I don't want to take sleeping pills. I also don't have sleeping pills. I could get over the counter ones. So I went to my friendly neighborhood weed store over the weekend and got some edibles. And by the way, the stoners behind the counter who are all about the recreational marijuana, which I per- really am not, uh, are very helpful. And I said, hey, stoner. Hey, freaking Stony McStone, stone face. How about you help me out? And I said, I got massive pain and I need this there. Oh, dude, you need CBD. And I said, stop right there. CBD is BS. I have bought CBD cream, CBD pills. I smoked the CBD cigarette, which I think had marijuana and I am getting stoned, but that is a whole nother story. But there is CBD doesn't work. My feet were effed up for the longest time and CBD never even took the edge off. I have the oils, to, you name it. I took it in CBD world. None of it worked. I had one cream that worked a little and it was spiked with THC. So nothing ever worked there. 
I am a, not a proponent of CBD. However, this guy goes, no, the, he goes, you have to get CBD with THC, which means now you're going to get high, and it's not really what I want. But at the same time, if I get high and I can sleep, that's fine with me. I'm not trying to stay up and be a stony McStone face. I'm just trying to get some sleep. So I got this brand called Wild. It's edibles. Now, granted, it has 10 milligrams of THC in it. Typically, I would buy a pack of these ones that had five that I would take to sleep. So I knew it was going to knock me on my ass. And it, it does a really good job. It's, it's I don't know if it numbs the pain or numbs me for a good eight, nine, ten hours. It, it really works. So works better than the uh, gabapentin. I was taking the gabapentin would really, I would take it. It would feel good. I could go to sleep. And then I would wake up. You could set a clock four hours after I took it because that's when it wore off and I would the pain would kick in and it would wake up almost every single night. So that was it. I am uh, big on these CBD uh, THC edibles, which I will take another one tonight. My only knock on them is if I – I'm going to take it tonight because I'm going to go to bed pretty early because I am not at work today. But tomorrow my goal is to go to work. Then to go to the gym, and then by the time I get home, it's 8 o'clock at night, Then I got to hire my clothes, get everything ready for the next day, and then it's 9 or 10, and I'm not going to take it that late because you'll have like a hangover effect from these. That's what I noticed, so I'll take it on non-work days, and then on work days, I'll figure something out. I mean, I'll call my doctor tomorrow and see if I can get more gabapentin or whatever it is. So uh, big uh, shout-out to the CBD wild it's edible it's a cbd thc way more thc than cbd but uh maybe it, it's working so i can't say it's not working because it is so that was uh something uh shout out to my alabama crimson tide i know we lost the rose bowl on monday but if you've watched that game there's no way you could be mad i mean granted you're bummed you want to win the game you win the game you go to the national championship I would be fully stoked if they were in the national championship hunt still. But that's a great game. I was thoroughly entertained for three hours. Granted, I was cursing and swearing and yelling at my television, but that's just being a sports fan. It was a great game, and they they showed they belonged there, and they gave number one every freaking ounce they could handle. It was, it was a good game. Really, really good game. So I, I, I was... Thoroughly pleased with that. Now I, I'm watching the Texas-Washington game, and I hope Washington wins because I hate Texas. It's another school that just looted Alabama and Alabama coaches and players and all that other crap, so screw them. But uh, I am uh, very happy with with the season that they were underrated most of the season, and they came in and proved they're, they're one of the best in the nation. So good job to them. What a beautiful day, too, for the foosball here in Southern California. I did get it out on New Year's Day. Got up in the morning, went and had breakfast in Burbank with my son. And I have to tell you, on Christmas morning, I always drive from my house to Downey and hang out at my parents' house. There was way less traffic on New Year's Day at 10 than there was Christmas Day at 10. There was a, I mean, not saying there was traffic on Christmas Day, but there was way fewer cars in the freeway. I got to Burbank in like 20 minutes from my, it was insane. I was like, this is the weirdest thing. There's no traffic. Now, on the way home, I turned on the old KNX 1070, and they were like, uh, the only two trouble spots in all of Southern California that they were giving for traffic were 
around the Rose Bowl, which is expected. You have the Rose Parade ending, millions of people leaving, and then everybody coming in for the Rose Bowl, and that is just a traffic nightmare. And Pacific Palisades. The Pacific Palisades in both directions on Pacific Coast Highway because every dipshit was trying to spend New Year's Day at the beach because the sun was out, and it was an F show. An F show. I hate that. <laughs> That's what I hate about living over here. I hate it when it's sunny and cold. Let's go to beach. I got. No, go to Disneyland, you douche nozzle. Don't come to the beach. Stay in my neighborhood. I'll come to your neighborhood. I'll say, hey, it's sunny. I might come park in front of your house and take all your parking. Make bumper to bumper so you can't go a five minute drive. It's going to take you 35 minutes. No, I don't do that. Eh, makes me mad. Anyway, I digress. Uh, let's get into some of the stuff I have to talk about. I'm going to issue the new challenge. I will do it right now. I'm not going to be as bold. Having beat the five-pound challenge last week and doing it in a day, I'm not going to lie, was pretty awesome. I'm going to do weight loss challenge again this week, and I'm going to do four pounds. I'm saying four pounds. I weighed in this morning at 281. I gained a little bit getting my eat on. So, <coughs> yeah, I was down five at 280. And then I was down six, seven, and then I was back up after a weekend of eating. So I'm going to say uh, 281. I got to lose four pounds by next Monday. And if I don't, I'm going to force myself to do some like yoga and I'm going to film it. I'm going to film myself doing yoga and I don't want to do yoga. I did it one time with Jack. We did it as a radio bit. They wanted Jack and I taking these classes and we went to yoga classes. I fell over. I was like doing a pose uh, on a mat in the back. And here's what's weird. When you see someone and you're a yoga instructor or whatever, I told the instructor to F off. I come in and I'm like trying my best. I'm obviously not graceful and at all a yoga person. So I'm in the back of the room just trying to follow along and do the best that I can. This person is diming me out like you. No, no, not like that. No, do it like this. No, 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 no. And I was like. And finally, I stood up and go, you know what? Fuck off. And I just got up and walked out because it was bullshit. It's like, really? It's like, leave the guy alone that's struggling in the back. Let him get comfortable. Never been to a yoga class in my life. And that was probably, well, when Jack and I did it, I didn't tell him to F off. I went another time. I think it was with maybe my wife when I told the person to go F off. But uh, when Jack and I did it, I was doing a pose where they had you one leg back, one leg forward, and then you reach up into the sky, and I fell over and almost crushed a little lady next to me, her little mat. And then you fart, too, when you're doing yoga poses. You're like, uh, stretch. Uh, oh, what was it, me? What was that? What was that? I don't know how people don't rip them constantly in those damn classes, but uh, that is my punishment if I do not hit four pounds this week, and that is the fat to fit or else challenge, and that is the fat to fit or else punishment. So now you have it. This week, I did not have to do the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger posing in my gym. I was very excited about that because I didn't want to do that. Not at all. Um, by the way, uh, shout out to Japan. I know they had a major earthquake yesterday. And I hope that everyone is okay. It was a New Year's Day earthquake. And uh, I know people died and it was awful. Hopefully they've got everyone dug out did they have to get out is seven point something and new year's day here 8 30 off the coast of palace verdes there was a like a four-pointer 
I didn't even feel it. And I was awake at that time. It was around 8.30 in the morning on Monday we had that one. <coughs> oh, boy. So I hope if you have uh, any family in Japan, they are okay. Now, let's talk about this one. I saw some workout news, you know, fitness news, whatever you want. And I wanted to reiterate these because I think it's, I think you hear the standards and you're like, I can't do that. I don't have time to do that. And what I'm talking about is 10,000 steps a day. I I don't do 10,000 steps a day. Never, never, never. And it's just been accepted as the gold standard. Oh yeah, you want to lose weight? You need to do 10,000 steps a day. Well, first off, if you're a fatty, fat, fat like myself, that's a lot of steps on your fatty, fat body where your joints are already banged up and sore. Just walking even can be bad. And there, I got two articles here. One says 4,000 steps a day will translate to a longer life. So if you do 4,000, which is less than half, and then they say, ideally, the ideal number of steps a day is really 5,000 steps a day. They say it can reduce the risk of early death, just 5,000 steps a day. And that's way more doable. 10,000 steps a day is about five miles a day. It's roughly 2,000 steps is a, is a, a mile. So you're roughly about f- somewhere in the ballpark of five miles. That's a lot of walk. That's a long walk, five miles in a day. Now, it all adds up over time, but... Anyway, 10,000 steps. I like that. I like this article. And and I think it's it helps people when, when you're like, all right, let's be realistic here. We're, I can't do 10,000 steps a day. I don't have that. I, you know, I have a desk job. I'm sitting at a desk and I'm at my desk most of the time for nine to 10 hours a day. There's and then you got an hour commute. So you're not walking during your commute unless you're, you know, really close to work, then cool. You get your steps in walking to and from work. I don't have that luxury. I cannot do that. And I think most people, especially here in Southern California, don't do that. Maybe in New York and cities like that, where you have a lot of, you know, subways, etc. people can get steps in going to and from work, but that's not really doable here in Southern California for the most part. I'm sure some people do. 5,000 steps sounds way more doable, and it's also showing that even 4,000 steps will give you really good results and uh, kick the reaper down down the road. Now, another story on that same topic is they say uh, if you're – what you need is uh, – it has a time on it. So instead of 10,000 steps a day, they're like, what you need to do is you need to work out – like some moderate to vigorous physical activity for two and a half hours a week. So you're like, all right, I go in, get 30 minute workout here, 30 minute workout there. And after, you know, five, if I do five days, 30 minutes a day, I got my exercise in and, and that's good. That's really good. However, here's the really good news. They say it doesn't matter if you went in and worked out vigorously or, you know, moderately for two and a half hours, one day a week, you would still get the upside of that on on life expectancy and stuff like that. It would still affect your cardiovascular health in a positive way. So if you're a guy that just goes and, you know, does some play softball or pickleball or whatever the hell it is on the weekend, but you play for a couple hours, you're getting the same benefit out of that one workout as people are getting that work out five days a week. So the guy that goes to the gym every day after work, you're right on par with them 
you're just doing it in a day as opposed to, you know, or one or two days as opposed to five days a week or six days a week or seven days a week, whatever it is. So I like that article as well. And then another one too, the the 10,000 step one is the, is the big deal. This one says no 8,500. So instead of 10,000, 8,500, that's still a lot. And they say 8,500 is spot on for decreasing the rate of death from all causes. If you get 8,500 steps a day, still not 10,000, but still not the other guy that's saying 4,000 in their study. So like everything in this world, all this is, you know, someone interpreted it. Someone had a study. You show me a study that says this, and I'll show you four studies that say the opposite. But I think it's it's good to hear this. It's good to know that you can get out there and you can exercise and you can get in half of it. I know a lot of days I will go to the gym. I do my cardio at the end and then I'll lift weights for anywhere from 30 to 50 minutes. And then I will go over and get on the bike. And then sometimes after maybe I got out of work late or there was really bad traffic getting over to the gym and then I get in there and I'm like, oh, man, I I don't have that much time. And then I start to realize I'm really screwed and I'll cut my cardio short. I'll get 15 minutes. I, my goal is to do 30 minutes of cardio on at the end of every workout. But rarely do I get it now a lot. 22 minutes is pretty common. A lot of times I'll hit about 22 minutes and I'll be like, all right, I got to get out of here. I got to you know bankroll those eight or nine minutes and get on the road because I'm nowhere near home. When I leave, I granted I stay late enough that the traffic does die down. Heaven help us all. Traffic will, it won't be as bad this week as a lot of schools are still out till next week. And it'll be a little lighter, at least going to work in the morning. I believe we will have pretty favorable traffic conditions all week other than there's a storm coming in and that will always suck. But then next week we're back to the grind and it doesn't stop. At my work too, they put out the email on Friday before we left and it said, Hey everybody, here's our days off for 2024 Monday, which is today. That was one. And now we don't get another one till May 27th. I'm like, wait a minute. That's just, that's like six months till we get another day off. And that is it. We'll get, what is it? Uh, Memorial day off. And then from there, 4th of July and then labor day. And then we get one day for Thanksgiving and one day for Christmas next year. And that's it. That's our five days. I do miss that about LMU was a crappy job with the greatest bit of, we had 23 paid days off. We got Cesar Chavez day off. I would get, uh, I mean, you name it. I got Juneteenth off. I got freaking Martin Luther King day off. I got all these days off. When I worked at, but I didn't get them off because we were security and their head security is a 24 seven job, but I got paid double on those days. So there was 23 days a year. Plus the fact that we got 20 days off at the holidays, which were paid off as well. So we got paid for them if we worked or not. They made you work like one day a week during that three week window. <laughs> it was, that was cool. I did. I do miss that. Ah, oh, boy. This uh, Texas Washington game is much different than the Alabama Michigan game. They're kind of shooting it out. It is 14-14 right now as we are halfway through the second quarter. <sighs> I know this. I'm not watching the national championship game on Monday now because I just 
got no Fs to give. I'll, I'll check the score at the end of the night and see who won. But I do not care. I'm not watching anymore. Same thing with the playoffs. Uh, I'll watch to see a couple teams lose, and I'll always watch the Super Bowl because I, I love football. But my teams are out, and you know, like I'll watch to hope the Cowboys lose. And if the Raiders were in, I'd watch to hope that the Raiders lose. But other than that, yeah, the hate is the motivator for me. I hate those teams. Bastards. That's what they are. They're stanky von stank stank bastards is what they are. Ah, oh, man. I um, I had really enjoyed the three-day weekend. I didn't do anything, which is so great. I watched football, laid around. I finally went on um, Amazon, but free Amazon, not subscription Amazon because I do not have Amazon Prime. <laughs> and I watched Reacher. I liked it. Reacher's a good show. That is a good show. The, uh, you know, tough guy goes in, whoops ass, solving some murders, trying to find out who killed his brother. I was like, damn, but you only got three free episodes. And then they say, do you want to continue watching? Yeah, it's $69 or whatever the hell it is they charge you for Amazon Prime. I did do this for streaming, though. I've had Sling TV because I got it. I just ordered it the day of the USC-UCLA game because I needed a way to watch it. Because remember, I cut the cord and I can't have aerial antennas at my house because really close to my house are the hills. I'm I'm on like the flatter area of the Palisades, but there's the hills up behind me and they block out the TV signals. If you have an aerial antenna, you don't, I get channel two and channel four. I get no other channels because I have one hooked up to this TV and I'll kick it over once in a while and watch uh, football on channel two. I don't get five, seven, 11, 13, nine, none of those. So I wanted uh, ESPN is where the USC UCLA football game was on. So I got sling TV and I got it $20 a month and then it automatically renewed at 40 already. And I, it was $40 and it's pretty crappy. Like, I have a thing called Friendly TV that's got all of the little, you know, history channel and all that crap that you get on Sling TV, but it's five bucks a month, doesn't have ESPN. So I ditched Sling and I picked up Disney this weekend on a special and for $15 now I have the Disney, Hulu, and ESPN. And I didn't have Hulu before. I did a long time ago, but I canceled it. So now streaming wise, here's what's crazy. I used to have Time Warner Cable, and it came with free TV, which was the basic cable channels that came with the internet. And I was paying like $117, and I couldn't get a deal because I'd been a customer for so long. They're like, yeah, middle finger to your face. You don't get a discount. We've got your ass. And there was nothing faster in my area. Well, I got the fiber optic cable, told Time Warner to suck a big fat D, and I started streaming the free channels and whatnot. <laughs> now I have Peacock, which is $5 a month. It's got the motocross stuff that I like. And it's got, you know, uh, some football. And then I got Discovery because that's got all the ghost channels, even though I'm not going to lie. There hasn't been one new ghost show since the Halloween time. Not one. There wasn't one new ghost show in the entire months of November or December and I'm like, that's the only reason I have this crap. I could give a crap about the Food Network or any of that other crap. I only get it for the ghost shows. So that's $5 a month. So I got $10 a month there. I pay $29 or $39 a month for my fiber optic internet. 
So now I'm at $49 with those two, and now I pay $15 a month for Hulu, ESPN, and Disney. I'm still at less than half of what just my internet was with Time Warner or whatever the hell they are now, Spectrum. Spectrum can eat my balls. Like, I'm so angry with them because I had them for so long, and they treat you like crap when you were a existing customer and i'd be like i'm gonna cancel like you yeah if you go after yourself 127 dollars for mediocre internet service and no they eventually took away all my free television and all that other crap i had it for a long time and they eventually took it away so i was like i'm not paying for it and then if you want to get it's like 79 dollars a month so for just the cost i was paying for internet i now have fiber optic and a whole bunch of streaming services and I'm I'm fine with it, really fine with it. Now that I have ESPN you know, for the last month or so, I like everything a lot more because I get a lot more sports, and I do like sports. Ah, <sighs> boy, I am very excited to get on with my year. New Year's resolution. I don't think I need to set one because I I'm sticking to it. Uh, I picked up a lot of really good behavior in 2023 that I want to carry on into 2024. My resolution is to not fall off of the uh, things I've been doing, to stick to my program. My program is be on a sensible diet, to not eat junk much, and (laughs) dead serious, that's the goal, and to continue to stay in the gym and to work out and to hold myself accountable with fat to fit or else and to be healthy and to have my life back and to, you know, enjoy myself. And that's what I'm doing. That's, and I want to stick to that. I also go to church every single Sunday. Like I'm pretty rare if I miss it or if something happens, I will miss a Sunday, but you know, I'm Catholic. So there's a mass like four times on Sunday that I can find one I can get to, even if I have something going on. And I do that. I also uh, don't read the Bible. I listen to the Bible every single day. And I started that at Lent in 2023. For 30 days of Lent, I was like, I'm going to go into my um, Audible and I'm going to listen to the Bible every day. And I continue to do that to this day. And it's been a long time since Lent was over in 2023. So I am happy with the progress that I made in 2023, although not a great year financially, not a great year overall on a lot of things, it was a very productive year for me. And I think I finished strong with working out and doing the right thing and looking out for myself. My immediate goal is to get this shoulder squared away. And then hopefully after that, I can get back to, um, Lifting, I know my days of heavy lifting are over, and I'm I'm coming to grips with that because I always loved lifting heavy. It was just it was fun to me. Like, oh, that was fun. I don't lift that. What if I could do this? Well, I'm gonna do the whole stack. Like, that's fun to me. I've enjoyed that. That's my favorite part of working out. It's not cardio, that's for sure. So I I hopefully can continue some of that without completely effing myself. But I I you know I'm no young man, and I really need to watch it. So. There we go, but I got all the good drugs cooking. I am on my way to fitness goals. I am on my way to hopefully being a better person, and I am here to be accountable on this podcast and this website. I hope you make some New Year's resolutions and you stick to them, and I hope if you're if you're doing good that you stay doing good for 2024, 
and just stay with it. I am proud of you. I know people will not tell you that. People, it's funny how the people around you, especially the people that that should be your biggest supporters, they mock you. Oh, I thought you wanted to, like, that's the first thing they want to say. When, when you make the announcement of, I'm on a diet, I'm not this, and then they go in, you're eating a cookie. It's like, oh, I thought you were on a diet. Yeah, F you. You just ate a whole box of cookies. I'm having a cookie. Go F yourself. Like, people want to tear you down. No one wants to build you up, and I do want to build you up. I want to say, good job. Stick with it. If you fall off the freaking wagon, get back on it and keep going, and don't quit. Don't let little roadblocks Speed bumps, you know, get you off course or get you to stop. Just keep going, keep going, keep going. I promise you the road will get smoother further on down a little bit. Just keep going, keep grinding, and it is not easy, and I know it more than anyone, and I am proud of you for for doing something and doing everything you can. And in those days you can't go, you can't go, but try to stay on target and try to stay consistent. That is really, really the goal. And remember, my advice to you, if you are on a diet and you are newly to, you know, getting on for the New Year's resolution or getting into the I'm new to the gym workout crowd as of this week, um, stay consistent, be very kind to yourself, set small goals that you can achieve, and don't have a cheat meal for 60 days. That would be my, my advice. 60 days. Stay off. Till you get detoxed from all of the crap and get really set in your program. Now, I don't follow that advice because I'm five months into my journey. So I have a cheat. On the weekends, I always have some like cheat meals or some bad stuff. I'm just trying to, you know, live my life to some degree of some degree of normalcy. I will talk to you guys again uh, by the end of the week. Hopefully I'll bang out a second bonus podcast and give you updates on everything going on. And I hope you guys have a great start to 2024. Thank you for listening to Fat to Fit or else.